What's good? What's good, everybody? It's your boy B L A Double K A sitting here in Lynchburg City today, man. Feel pretty good outside. Uh, weather not too bad. You guys know that we are in the dog days of summer. You know what I mean? So we're gonna have some days to where I feel like you're gonna need a jacket, especially if you live in the state of Virginia. Uh, you live close to the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains, like I do. There's gonna be days, especially sometimes in the morning, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna need, you know, a jacket. And then there's gonna be times where you know, it's probably going to be summer or something like that. But uh, before I jump into today's topics, I just want to let everybody know that if there's anyone looking for a car, I got a 1998 Lincoln Continental. It has 20-inch alloy rims on it, and it has a system in it with the uh, the deck that pours out with the touchscreen. Letting it all go. Music, rims included, $3,500. So if there's anybody out there that's close by just looking for a car, just hit your boy up. Now, uh, we gonna be looking at the uh, presidential debate that's gonna be coming up tomorrow, man. I'm super stoked about that. I uh, I love watching the presidential debates, especially when you have a a vice president going against the current president. You know what I'm saying? Joe Biden got about forty plus years of experience in politics, and the parties as we know it right now got about four years. So uh, I'm looking for Joe Biden to really kick his ass in this debate. Uh. <laughs> one of the one of the topics that I know is going to be brought up is the whole tax and this um, Trump and this whole tax evasion for the past ten years. A story just came out of uh, the New York Times, stating that uh, basically this guy has been, you know, what I mean, ducking and dodging taxes since uh, two thousand. And uh, his father was a businessman. Um, his father made a lot of uh, shady deals, and basically what his father used to do to avoid taxes. Donald, Donald Trump was a millionaire by the time he was eight years old, and he had did any goddamn thing. And basically what was going on was that his father was taking money and putting it in his name, and as long as he was under the age of 18, the money couldn't be taxed. And his father was also, his father also had uh, accounts like offshore accounts and things of that nature as well. So uh, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree when it comes to certain situations like that, man, I swear. Uh this guy he he's uh right now he's uh he's talking about joe biden is on medication and uh he's talking about like the whole balloting like the, the mail-in ballots and shit like that like what he doesn't understand is that that shit goes both ways like 
to sit there and just think that uh just think that the Democrats would purposely try to mess up the election or whatever the case may be due to mail-in ballots is just stupid because you have Republicans as well. So you got Republicans that want to see this guy stays in office and the same way he goes about his business and willing to do anything just to stay in office, his people are going to do anything just to keep him in office. So people, so you guys must, um, you got to understand that because this, the one thing that, that Trump has said that made a lot of sense was this is going to be one of the most important elections in modern history. <laughs> and it is, man, because uh, we got to get this guy out of the chair. It's that simple. He's got to get out the chair. He uh, It's time for him to go. The, the, the country has had more division uh, than I can remember. And I'm 43 years old, so I can go back quite a ways. And uh, yeah, so it's time. But, but at the same time, though, what people must understand is that me personally, I'm not saying Biden is better. You know what I mean? Like he, every everybody got their flaws, especially when you're a politician. As the old saying goes, how do you know when a politician is telling the truth? When his mouth stopped moving. So, <laughs> so you know, that's how I look at this uh, a lot of times, man, when it comes to these politicians, man. But uh, getting on to uh, the Breonna Taylor situation, man, so I'm quite sure everybody knows now, you know what I'm saying? None of the cops got charged. One of the cops that did get charged just because he, I guess he accidentally shot in a neighbor's home or some shit like that. So they felt like that was more important than the actual murder that the police had caused. Now, there's been a discrepancy in, in the sense of whether or not the cops said knocked at the door. So my thing is, is that if you specifically ask for a no knock warrant, then why are you knocking at the door? You've already violated the warrant right there. One thing I know about warrants, you have to follow them by protocol. Uh, the address has to be correct. The person name that's on the warrant or the person's name that happens to be on the warrant, uh, all of that must be correct. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is with this whole case, man, is that the guy that they uh, wanted to apprehend, from my understanding, was already locked up. All right. I guess the last known address he had is when he was at Brianna Taylor's. All right. Now, they have been separated, broken up for some time. All right. The new dude that she had, this guy had apparently no criminal background. Uh, his gun was registered. And I can only imagine two, three o'clock in the morning, you live in the inner city neighborhood where there's gun violence all the time. And somebody is 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 knocking at your door or, or trying to kick it in or whatever the case may be and, and and you're asking who is it and they refuse to announce themselves so in all likelihood if you live in that kind of neighborhood and you have a weapon uh, preferably a gun hey in all likelihood you might fire that thing now there were reports the saying that the uh brianna teller's boyfriend had shot one of the cops but now they're not even sure that took place. Did he fire his gun? Yeah, he fired his gun. You know what I mean? But that doesn't give the police, you know, the you don't have the right to like just start spraying. You know what I mean? You don't know who's in the house, man. And that's and that's the and, and, and the thing is is that, you know, I know what it is to have your house ran into by the police. When I was a kid, my parents was Big time marijuana dealers. They grew it outside the house. They grew it inside the house. They smoked it every day. That's all I knew. It's marijuana. You know what I'm saying? I remember being five years old sitting on the porch with a bowl of vanilla ice cream 
and I look to my left and I see about mm, maybe six officers walking up the street. Now, I'm, a, I'm five years old. I shouldn't even know that these people are coming to my house. But for some apparent reason, I did. So when they got in there, you know what I'm saying? They got to flipping stuff over and looking for shit and all that. And I'm, well, I'm not going to sit here and say psychologically it damaged me because it didn't. <laughs> I grew up only to do some of the same things, you know what I'm saying? So it didn't psychologically it didn't damage me man but uh you know having having the police come into your crib like that and and kicking over shit and turning over shit and you know being loud and disrespectful if you're a kid that can't shake you up you know what i'm saying but even if you're a grown-up you know what i'm saying that kind of shit can shake you up somebody at your door you don't know who it is boom 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 you asking who is it they refuse to announce who they are hey shit happens you know what I mean? And for those people who think that uh, Breonna Taylor's family sold out by taking the $12 million, that money was due to them. Now, normally, normally it, they normally would have a verdict on like the cops or whatever, you know, case may be before they decide to issue that kind of money out. You know what I mean? But it's very obvious that, I mean, does it look like it's hush money from the outside? It probably does. You know what I mean? But there's not a there's no dollar amount that could bring her back or or actually get rid of the pain and sorrow in your heart. So me personally, I don't look at it as it being a uh, bribery in the sense of, look, you guys take this 12 mil. We're not going to arrest the cops. We just call it even. I don't look at it like that. I don't think it went down like that. But uh, the one thing I do know, man, is that none of the cops got. Uh, arrested for this situation now i i am waiting for the transcript i would love to uh find out you know what i'm saying the transcript and what was actually said in the transcripts and shit like that uh now all of a sudden there is some type of body cam uh one of actually one of the cops came back to the crime scene normally that normally the well normally people who commit crimes of that nature normally come back to the crime scene whether they're a cop or an actual you know, person on the bad side of the law. But nevertheless, though, there's been video of the cop, uh, audio actually, to where he was asking if the bullets were from uh, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend gun or the officer's gun. Now, this officer was on, uh, he was there that night. And what I found out, and I'm not sure if it's in every police uh, precinct or how they go about their biz. But uh, I, I did find out that if you a if you are a cop and something to this magnitude happens, in all likelihood they take you away from that case. You know what I mean? Because you're a part of the case, and the last thing they want, you know, for you to do is you know mess yourself up, whatever the case may be. Uh, yes, man. Thank you for joining. So, uh, so that's that's basically how that is right there. And I'm just uh. You know, sometimes they everybody be saying, you know, say their names, and a lot of times you see the Black Lives Matter, and they saying a lot of the, you know, people's names like the Ahmaud Arbery's and the George Floyd's of the world and things like that, the Breonna Taylors and all, you know, like that man. And what I want to get people to understand is that we need to start saying these police officers' names too. We need to we need to start uh, blasting their pictures all over social media and their names in big bold letters so that people. You know know exactly who they are uh one situation i want to say a couple months ago uh the cop that actually which i think was the cop that uh yeah the cop that was uh one of the cops that was in the george floyd situation 
So he's going about his business, you know what I'm saying? He's in the store shopping and shit like that. I think it was Walmart or something like that. And then this woman, she started to record him, you know what I'm saying? Because she knew exactly who he was. A lot of us don't know who the police are outside of their uniforms, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we need to start saying their names. And William Dawson, thank you for joining. We need to start saying the police officers' names as well so that people don't forget when they see that person, whether they're in uniform again or not, you know exactly who they were. And so this lady, you know what I'm saying, she was following uh the cop around in the in the Walmart store and shit and was talking cash shit to him, you know what I'm saying? Like how dare you be out here shopping and all this kind of shit when, you know what I'm saying, what you and the other police officers did to George Floyd and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So he paid now now on the flip side of that, do he have a right to still go outside his home and purchase groceries from a store and things of that magnitude? Yes, he does. Despite the situation, he has that uh he has that right. And uh, you know, and until he is apprehended and you know, go to trial and you know what I'm saying, they throw the book at him or whatever, then he as long as he's out you know what I'm saying, out of jail, then he has the right to go to the store, shop, he still, I'm assuming he still has a family, whatever, now, I don't condone what he did, you know what I'm saying, I don't condone what he did, but I'm just saying on the flip side of that, we've all, I don't know if we are, I won't say we all, but we, to some degree, know someone who, you know, went to jail or did something fucked up, and, you know what I'm saying, they still try to go about their normal lives as much as possible, zombie lover, thank you for joining, and so, uh, hello, and so yeah, man. So and and and, and another thing uh, with the whole Cal Rittenhouse situation. Uh, for those who don't know, because I see I got a lot of new people joining in. Well, I lost I lost quite a few fans because I I was the guy. I was one of the people who said that Cal Rittenhouse was 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 actually defending himself. And I have yet to see a video to where this guy was actually causing trouble. This guy's been labeled as a white supremacist, and I'm like, okay, I didn't know white supremacists shot other white people, but okay, you know what I mean? If like I said earlier, if you want to hold his mother accountable for actually buying the weapon across state lines and allowing our 17-year-old son to strap it across his shoulder, whatever the case may be, that's perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. But when it comes to Cal Rittenhouse, this guy, I've never seen, first and foremost, when you're pointing a rifle of that magnitude down to the ground, if you've ever seen, like, uh, police that carry those kind of guns or military people that carry those kind of guns, when the barrel is pointed down to the ground, people, that is a sign of peace. That is not a sign of I come here to make trouble. Every video that I've seen Cal Rittenhouse in, it, it was talking about helping, helping, helping. They showed a video where this guy was taking graffiti, you know, cleaning graffiti off the walls and everything, man. And, I, and I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, I know serial killers. I know white supremacists. I know what they look like. I know how they think. I don't. But if you had to put a gun to my head and ask me, was this guy a white supremacist? I would have to say no and, and let the cause fall what they made, man. That's real talk. And, uh, you know, and, and, and that whole situation, like a guy, you know, now I'm quite sure if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, he would have never made it past the police with his hands up. If there was a black guy with Kyle Rittenhouse at that point in particular time, then the cops probably would have stopped both of them. You know what I mean? But uh, it's not Cal's fault that he walked past the police. He had his hands up. People in the background were screaming, hey, this guy just shot two people. <laughs> and the police just walked past him. You know what I mean? So you can't put that on Cal, man. You can't put that on Cal for the police not doing their job. 
You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know if you guys listen to the Hodge Twins. Uh, I see them a lot on Facebook. I uh, I don't always agree with the Hodge Twins, man. Sometimes they sound like they're talking out the side of their necks. But uh, when it came to the whole, you know, Breonna Taylor situation and, you know, the whole no-knock warrant and why the police felt the need to knock and all of that kind of shit anyway, they were actually saying things that I could agree with. You know what I mean? So uh, if you if you guys ever get a chance to check out the Hodge Twins, they're on uh, Facebook. They come up on Facebook all the time. All the time I follow them. Uh, you can go to the HodgeTwins.com website. They got T-shirts, mugs, all types of shit, man. And uh, they're really cool. They're really two cool dudes, man. Because you you have to kind of think outside the box in order to watch these guys. Because if you're the type of person, especially if you're a black person, and you're not the kind of black person that thinks outside the box, then you're gonna want to like beat the shit out of these guys the moment you see them. You know what I mean? It took me. It took a little bit of time for them to rub off on me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for joining the show. But yeah, that is what it is, man. But at the same time, though, man, we have a lot of uh, like the gun laws here in this country. You know what I'm saying? Now, America is not the only free country. America is not the only country where millions of people live there, man. You have people all over Europe, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that you know, have some of the Western world type ways like we do, man. And they don't have the gun problems that we have in America. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you got people basically raising their kids primarily the same way, you know, no matter what state you're in, no matter what country you're in, to some degree. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just can't understand how countries that are our size or a little bit bigger or maybe a little bit smaller, you know, don't have the gun problems that we have. You know what I mean? You don't hear about school shootings in, in Europe you know what I'm saying, and in and in, in the Middle East and places like that, man. As much, especially when it comes to the Middle East, man, where it seems like everybody has a gun from the time they five years old. You know what I'm saying, and and these places, man, is a lot of violence in a lot of these places as well, and they don't have the gun problems that we have. You know what I'm saying? I, I me personally, I don't understand how uh, owning rights to a weapon can be part of the Constitution any fucking way. <laughs> like somebody help me out on that man i don't get that you know what i'm saying i feel like that can be changed you know what i'm saying me personally i feel like the constitution to some degree can be changed you know what i'm saying not to be shit on or pissed on you know what i'm saying because it is the constitution it's 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 been implemented for generations you know what i'm saying way back way back way back you know what i mean but uh Sometimes you have to change things to accommodate what's going on in the world today. And I think America, that's America's biggest problem. We don't change things to accommodate what goes on today. We still take what we learned 50 years ago and still try to apply it to today's world. And it necessarily does not click. You know what I mean? Just It just doesn't click, man. And uh, so, yeah, everybody already know now we're already over 200,000 deaths when it comes to the coronavirus situation. You know what I mean? And uh, Dr. Fauci here has been warning us of the fall part of the year for like the past three and a half, four months. You know what I'm saying? That's why I felt like it was very important to try and flatten that curve during the summer as much as possible so that when we did get to this stage here, the dog days of summer, fall, flu's coming back around, you know, you're going to have you know, all types of weather with snow and all that kind of shit, man. The last thing we need is a, like, and the resurgence of the whole coronavirus, like, that's a lot of states, man, that are still high. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of states that are still getting, you know, 25, 30,000 people world uh, uh nationwide is dying you know what i'm saying but every day in in certain states you got you know 50 60 100 people that's a lot of fucking people being lost you know what i'm saying and for to have a president to say hey well if it wasn't for me millions of people would have died that's just like saying the two hundred thousand plus that died don't mean shit that's more more people have died from coronavirus than all of the wars that america has fought even to the war on their store on their own soil more people have died from coronavirus in this country than any war the amount of people that dies from coronavirus every day is like having 9 11 happen every day you got three plus thousand people dying every fucking day and more you know what i'm saying dr fauci said if we could get it down to 10,000 or less, you know, by the time we got here, then that would be a lot of improvement, you know what I'm saying? But as you guys see, you know what I'm saying, you have the potters who doesn't, who, who shits on the mask, you know what I'm saying, who pissed, I don't, I don't want to wear a mask, fuck the mask, blah, 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 you know what I mean? And then, but every time he's, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that shit, man, when they're going around the country and speaking and all this campaigning. Every time this guy's campaigning, I always notice the people behind him always have on masks. They always have on mega mask. you know what I mean? But the rest of the crowd, they don't be having masks like that, yo. So what I'll be trying to get people to understand is that the people that you see behind him, they are paid to some degree to wear the mask that you see on their face. This guy is anti-mask. So why would he have a bunch of people behind him with a mask on? You know why? Because the son of a bitch knows that the mask works. Make no mistake about it. He may not be seen on camera with a mask on all the time, but I guarantee that old fart, yeah, I guarantee you, he has on a mask when the camera's not around. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of tough guy, bravado, you know, 70-some-year-old white man like playing, but this is not it, though. This is not it. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm quite sure he get tested on the regular. <laughs> I'm quite sure he get tested on the regular. I'm quite sure he's probably by himself a lot of times in that White House. He seems like the type of dude that pretty much don't want nobody around him because he's scared to contract it, that he's going to contract it. But at the same time, he doesn't do something as simple as wear a mask when he's out in public. He has, been, he has shown up to warehouses and factories where... You know, all of the high officials, they have worn masks and shit like that. And to him, it's, I guess it shows a sign of toughness. And I mean, um, you don't really have to kick a person's ass to be seen as a tough guy. You don't have to go to jail or fight the cops or sell dope or anything or rap or anything like that to be known as a tough guy. Most tough guys, man, to be honest with you, are, are mentally tough. You know what I mean? It's to be mentally tough. And the parties of the United the parties here, he's not mentally tough. You want to talk about Joe Biden and Biden being on meds and shit of that nature, bro. I saw you tiptoeing down a ramp <laughs> that wasn't that steep. You know what I mean? I saw you tiptoeing down a ramp, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Your face don't know if it wanted to stay pink or orange. You know what I mean? That shit you got on your head, it seems like it has a mind of its own. You have a wife that seems like she has no interest in you sexually or any other way. You know what I mean? So I can, to some degree, I can kind of understand the anger of this guy. He's probably backed up. He probably needs to bust one. 
You know what I mean? And Melania won't give it to him. <laughs> She's tired of this shit, y'all. She don't, she, listen, this whole first lady, she, she ain't cut out for that shit. I'm, listen, the Irish motherfucker don't even know her name. They don't even know anything about her. You can, you know, you can put a picture up of, of, of Michelle Obama. People know who it is. Nancy Reagan, uh, Jackie O. Or hell, even Barbara Bush. <laughs> you can put pictures up of these women who were first ladies in the White House. You know what I'm saying? Without having their name right there. And you know exactly who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, she doesn't. I, I don't understand this administration. I don't understand this administration. A lot of people in the in his administration threw morals to the fucking side. They threw it to the side. You can tell. Some of these people are are, 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 are are kissing this dude's ass just to have some type of political career. But what they don't understand is that by kissing this dude's ass, you're gonna he's not gonna be president forever, guys. He's only got like a couple more months in the fucking White House. He's only got a couple more months. And for every, all of these Republicans who turn a blind eye to the shit that he says and does, you must understand that in all likelihood, you are still going to be a Republican and in politics and trying to get in some type of office, Senate chair, governor, mayor, whatever, president, whatever. And you must understand that while working for this asshole during this administration, it's just going to fuck your chances up of being anything else than you know, a puppet on the fucking string. Nobody else wants to work with these people. The next Republican, that I can assure you guys, the next Republican uh, candidate will not come from this cesspool. It will not come from this cesspool. The next Republican candidate is going to be a Republican who pretty much had nothing to do with this administration, guys. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Because all the other, and that's why, I, and I think that's why all of the other uh you know, uh, Republicans and shit like that, man. I think one of the main reasons why they get behind this dude so hard because they know their political career is going to be shot the moment this motherfucker leaves office. He does not care about his own party. He has had people in his own party jumping off the wagon and 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 and, and running running to the Democrat side. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, his advisors like you can't tell him anything. He knows everything. You know, I've never seen a president who used the word I and me so many times in my life, yo. I swear. Everything is about this guy. Everything is about this guy. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they talk shit about Barack. And, you know, anybody, I mean, the thing is that you got the right to say whatever it is that you want to say. But the one thing I do know is that that man, he ran the White House with grace and dignity. That's why he was able to do it for eight years. Make no mistake about it, people. I guarantee all of those Trump supporters, I'm quite sure, I won't say a lot of them, but it was, it was, it was some of those Trump supporters was one time Barack Obama supporters, our supporters. Trust me. A lot of the Trump supporters do not want that Obamacare to go away. <laughs> it covers pre-existing conditions. Why would they want it to go away? Why would anyone want it to go away? You know what I'm saying? And and me personally, I'm I'm listen, I am for I'm not one of those type of people to where you know you can't say anything bad about Barack. However, you must be able to speak to me about his policies. I don't want to hear nothing that you think is personal because you have that's not factual. That's not factual. If you're gonna come to me about Barack Obama, just make sure you know his policies. Just make sure every time I say something, you can rebuttal it. Because if you can't, it's no need.
It's no need. And everybody knows if Barack has did, if he did just one tenth of the shit this man has done, they would have pulled this black ass out of office a long time ago. If he was the one that was getting impeached, oh, they would have made sure that motherfucker stuck. They would have made sure it stuck. You know what I'm saying? And I think Trump's biggest problem is he tried to go behind uh, Barack Obama and change everything. That was his biggest problem. He was too, he was more worried about Barack than anybody. And I'm like, yo, Barack is done. Barack did his eight years. How are you still, how are you three years into your presidency still screaming Barack's name? You're four years into your presidency, you still screaming Barack's name. And if any, and if somehow, some way, this bastard is lucky enough to get another four years, he's going to continue to scream Barack's name. But you guys know why he do that? Because he know he can't measure up to him. He can't measure up to him. It's almost like that, you know, it's almost like that, uh, you know, you're in a relationship with a chick and then you guys break up, you know what I'm saying? But it was just something about her that keeps, stays on your mind. And then you get this new chick and no matter what she does or what she says, it's not like the, you know, it's just not like the one that you had before. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's what, you know what I'm saying, gets me with him to some degree, man. Like, no, like if you just focus on the shit that you've created, you know what I'm saying, and leave Barack alone, Barack is, listen, Barack is somewhere with his feet up, a new port in his mouth, probably some brandy in the glass, drinking, having fun. That's what he's doing there. He's not too concerned about the political world. As, you know what I'm saying? I am, I'm not going to say he's done away with it, but what I'm saying is that it's it's not his jurisdiction anymore. It's it's Trump's and whoever going to be the president, you know, a couple months from now, whether it's Trump or Biden or whoever. But uh, yeah, this this whole uh, debate that's coming up tomorrow, trust and believe Joe Biden is going to kick this dude's ass. And 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 uh, Mike Pence, he doesn't stand a chance against Kamala Harris. This woman has been. She has been part of some of the biggest uh, uh, court cases in America, man. Uh, even with the uh, Brent Kavanaugh, the uh, the Supreme Court judge that was uh, that Trump put in there, basically. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she was questioning him to death about his morals and shit like that because uh, there were some reports that he had uh, abused his wife. You know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. And there were also some reports about uh, sexual misconduct during his college, his collegiate years. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and listen, everybody has a suitcase with some shit in it. Everybody got baggage. Everybody got baggage. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to, you know, people being in the Supreme Court and, and, and things of that nature, man, listen, it listen. <laughs> when you guys' baggage get exposed, it's, it's a lot worse for you guys than just a normal person. You know what I mean? And 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 Trump, he goes against uh Ruth Ginsburg uh wishes to not anoint another Supreme Court justice till after the election. You know what I'm saying? But of course he was gonna go against that. Like of course he was gonna go against it, man. Because listen, this dude is in he's in he's in what they call uh a downward spiral. That's what he's in. He's in a downward spiral. And he's he, he, all right. You ever seen a person that was uh, drowning and when someone go in there to save them, the first thing they try to do is drown that person just try to because they trying to save themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what Trump is doing right now, man. So he's drowning and he's trying to latch on to anything as a life preserver. He puts me in the mind of uh, 
Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic when he was in the cold ass water and Kate was on the goddamn uh little floating thing and he's in the water and he's shaking real bad and he's turning red and you can see this motherfucker slipping and he's looking for that hand for a motherfucker to just reach down there and help him out. It ain't happening, bro. The same way Leo died in uh Titanic, your ass about to do the same thing. You're about to freeze in that cold ass water trunk. It's coming, man. I swear it's coming. But hey, listen, guys, I want to thank y'all, man, for sitting here listening to me yap rave and all of that kind of crazy shit. Uh, I've been pissed off today, man. Like I said, my car is just going to shits right now. You know what I'm saying? So me and my car is on opposite ends. But uh, I do like podcasts and shit like that just to clear my mind, keep me from flipping the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I can get very angry at times, especially when not like a little kid angry, but sometimes when shit don't go my way. Yeah, I flip the fuck out. But uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm all right to some degree right now. See if I can go smoke me a blunt or something like that after I get off the air with you guys. But yeah, man, continue to wear your mask. Continue to practice your social distancing. Stay six feet apart, and more importantly, everybody continue to love one another. And on that note, guys, I want to thank y'all for sitting here listening to your boy Blacker. This is the Sixth Sense, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>